Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have a pretty eclectic episode. We're going to be talking about some ongoing riots in France among some of their migrant communities. And the Nicki Minaj is apparently in trouble for having claimed to be bisexual for attention. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most of us can already tell why some people would find that problematic. So first off, the French riots. Now, I know probably most of us, when we hear the words France and riots together, our minds go to the yellow vest or yellow jacket protesters. But as it turns out, these are completely different riots and protesters, which, by the way, is how you know a country is amazing when you have several different competing groups of protesters. It's, it's a sign of progress and diversity, just having to specifically specify which violent riots we're talking about. But no, these ones are They've been going on for a couple of days or a few days now among some of the suburbs in France where there are high populations of migrants. They've been sparring with the police. It's pretty shocking stuff. Things are definitely getting intense. Before we get into that, though, I want to talk to you all about underwear, specifically our amazing sponsor, Tommy John. Whether you're in the hunt for super soft, breathable underwear, lounge pants, sleep shorts, or lazing around joggers, Tommy John has you covered. And right now, Tommy John is offering all customers 25% off site-wide Guys, I've been working from home for quite a few years now, so trust me when I say I am a loungewear aficionado. All right, right now you only see me from the waist up. Do you really think that I'm wearing jeans right now or, or anything restrictive? I don't think so, okay? I am all about that comfort. I know my stuff, and trust me when I say Tommy John is some of the most comfortable loungewear you will ever have. And Mother's Day is just around the corner, so if you're still looking for the perfect gift, trust Tommy John to show mom some love. Remember to get your order in before May 7th to ensure delivery by Mother's Day. And Tommy John is so confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. So hurry to tommyjohn.com Lauren for 25% off your order. That's tommyjohn.com Lauren for 25% off orders. Huge saving savings, guys. Again, tommyjohn.com slash Lauren site for details. Okay, so quarantine has been hard on everyone. And I think in several countries now, we're beginning to see some civil unrest going on. People are frustrated. They want to be able to go back to their lives, go back to work, etc, etc. But if you thought the protests in the US were bad, we're talking places uh, like Michigan, you haven't seen anything yet. In France, things are actually getting violent and have been for several days now. We have this story uh, from Breitbart. French no-go zones saw a third straight night of anti-police violence. For a third night straight, a vulnerable neighborhood saw clashes between youths and police as violence continues to occur despite coronavirus lockdown measures. I love how they put that in as if it's shocking that these violent protesters, for some reason, are not respecting the quarantine measures, guys. It's almost as if they just don't care about the rules. But the article continues. On Thursday morning, an incident took place near the Runinal Valais when a stolen Fiat Punto crashed into the mast of a video camera on a roundabout in the area. The 18-year-old driver of the stolen Fiat was arrested, but a group of 20 or so of his friends spotted the arrest and proceeded to attack police and set the Fiat on fire, France Bleu reports. Okay, so first off, uh, as a 25-year-old adult, I find it very impressive that this individual not only had 20 friends, but also 20 friends that were available free at the same time and were also willing to, I don't know, attack police for this individual. 
It's pretty impressive. Don't tell me you're not jealous. I won't believe you. The story goes on though, as more police arrived on the scene to aid their colleagues, the youths also called for backup until a group of around 40 people were throwing stones and rocks at officers. A large homemade firework was also shot at the police who were forced to use defensive measures to disperse the crowd. Attacks on police had taken place for several days prior, believed to have been sparked by an incident last Friday in which youths burned down a car and threw rocks at motorcycle police who arrived on scene. So now in regard to that specific altercation with the, the motorcycle, apparently there's conflicting reports of what actually happened. Uh, the community there say that the, the police purposefully uh, opened a door and knocked down this motorcycle motorcycle rider. The police say, no, that's not what happened. It was an accident. We tried to help, but the person wasn't wearing a helmet and things were, they got violent. I can't really say what exactly transpired, but regardless, right now, there's been a lot of violence between these communities and the police. And these aren't just regular protests, all right? Uh, rocks are being thrown, cars set on fire, and it, it's not just a handful of people. This incident alone, 40 people going up against the police. And this is not the first time this has happened either. We have more stories of similar similar things happening. This is from France 24. Police and residents clash over heavy-handed lockdown enforcement in Paris suburbs. And that's something we're also going to be talking about. So there are these violent riots going on in these communities, but a, an ongoing narrative that we see being spun by the media outlets uh, in France and in Europe is that the... I guess the tensions are due to the police just being too aggressive, too combative with quarantine measures. I don't know about you, but it kind of sounded to me in that first story, at least, that the police were called there because a car was stolen, which is very different than them just being, uh, I guess, too anal about people not respecting social distancing. So uh, judge for yourself, but in my opinion, this seems like a little bit of editorializing going on from these outlets. It's written, though, that there were also standoffs in nearby Aulnay-sous-Bois, where police claimed they were ambushed by residents in a district of dense, high-rise social housing of mainly immigrant occupants. Police said they arrested four people after being targeted by residents using, again, fireworks as projectiles. Look, I'm not in favor of a lot of the draconian measures we see, uh, you know, local governments and the police enacting because of, or at least they they say because of the pandemic, but uh, that doesn't give people the excuse to use fireworks as projectiles. That's crazy. It says the trouble spread to at least three other suburbs in the same departments as Villeneuve-la-Garenne, where with projectiles thrown at police and rubbish bins set alight, officials set. Across Ile-de-France, the region that includes the capital and its surrounding suburbs, roughly 15 cars and some 50 bins were burnt and seven people were arrested. They're trying to make it sound on the one hand like these are, you know, these are just uh, protests for civil liberties being violated. They sound like violent riots, frankly, from everything listed here. And we actually have a video of fireworks being used to be launched at police. And it's shocking stuff. I mean, this this is not something you would expect, or at least I wouldn't expect to see in a supposedly developed country. But here we are. This is now France.
But wait, there's more. That's right, we are not done with tales of violent rioting in the country. Another story here from Breitbart. French no-go zone saw third straight night of anti-police violence elsewhere in France in the commune of Compiègne. Hope that's right. Police attempting to enforce the coronavirus curfew were attacked by a mob, this time of up to 150 people. Officers claimed that at least 100 fireworks were shot at them between 10.30 p.m. and 11 p.m. This is not normal protesting. The, these are violent riots where they're trying to attack the police. And I, I don't claim to be an expert uh, on how relations between you know, these communities and police are going. But I don't think the answer is rioting, setting cars and trash cans on fire. How does that hurt police? Why, If you actually care about your community, you shouldn't be doing this. There are better ways to invoke change or to improve relations with the police if that is indeed what this is about. I have my doubts though. The article says the situation is becoming more and more tense, one local police officer said. No kidding. In the Venezio area of the city of Lyon, there were several anti-police attacks this week, along with two attempted murders, both both shootings that are believed to be gang related. Okay, so don't don't make the mistake of believing that these are just peaceful neighborhoods that that happen to have an issue with police enforcement. This sounds like there's actual criminal problems going on. The police are reacting to it and, and, and the uh, the migrant communities are fighting back. It finishes, in one of the attacks on police, an officer suffered a head injury when a rock was thrown through his police vehicle's window. The strict lockdown has not stopped urban rioting and anti-police violence across France, including at least four days of rioting last week. This is Lord of the Fly stuff. What is happening? Uh, we have a lot more to go through, but before we do, I wanna tell you all about Bambi. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, uh, wa minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries don't come cheap, an average of $70,000 per year. Bambi though, our sponsor spelled B-A-M-B-E-E -E, was created specifically for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all starting at just $99 a month. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day -day starting at just $99 a month. Month-to-month, -month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance, so let Bambi help you get your free HR audit today. Some people don't know this, but before I started making videos, I actually worked in a HR, and trust me, there is a lot to cover. It's not something that is easy for people to just pick up. Having someone dedicated who knows their stuff will make your life so much easier. So go to Bambi.com slash Chen right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash Chen, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Chen. All right, so what I mentioned earlier about the media coverage, it's interesting how this is being painted as simply a conflict between residents who just don't like the way the police are handling things. And we actually have several examples here of very preferable news and media coverage because I, I don't know about you, but I, I've heard these stories now. Kind of seems like these are just violent people trying to cause trouble, but no, no, if you listen to news in Europe, 
Guys, they're just trying to fight back against unjust police. We have a clip here. Four nights of violence between police and residents in Paris's poorest suburbs has raised questions about the tactics being used by French police. Residents say enforcement of a nationwide lockdown has been the latest example of heavy-handed policing. But the police prefecture disputes this, telling Euronews that they don't respond to broad accusations. Notice the framing there. This is all about you know, police heavy-handed tactics it sparked a conversation of how the police are treating these communities and how severe the lockdown measures are. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, again, I'm wrong. I'm not an expert on how things are going in France, but it doesn't seem like these riots are widespread among other communities. It seems like there's only certain types of communities that are behaving this way and responding so violently. And again, I don't you know, I, I don't blame anyone for resenting these lockdown measures or even protesting against it. But when you when you start firing fireworks at people, throwing rocks at police officers, hurting them, burning cars, it's a different conversation. And I feel like the conversation these people should maybe be having is one to do about how these communities don't seem to respect the rule of law. And there's more. We have another clip here. Residents say they don't want things to escalate. They also say intimidation and humiliation have gone on for too long. There have been many more incidents. We have a young guy who lives next door who was shot at eight times because he refused to be checked by police. We want to be equals because that's what France is all about. Equality, fraternity. But we don't feel like we're treated equal. If you come from a suburb, and especially one that is perceived as tense, you're a second-class citizen, and even more so if you're Arab or black or Muslim. I love how they have apparently spun this into, no, no, it's not an issue of these high-crime areas uh, that don't respect the police forces. This is about police brutality and them just wanting to oppress marginalized communities. I mean, and from the story that that gentleman said, it does sound like if if he was simply not wanting to be searched that, uh, I mean, being shot and things like that is overkill. I, I won't say the police are completely blameless in this. I don't know. But overall, I, I feel like there's a very specific message that's being pushed that I don't think gets to the root underlying cause of the issue, which is mass migration into France. Again, these incidents seem to be happening in very specific communities. And we have another example here from the New York Times of this very flattering framing. They say, like a prison, Paris suburbs simmer under coronavirus lockdown. Relations between residents and the police with their undercurrent of racial discrimination are often fraught even in the best of times, and the current lockdown is not one of them. Over and over, residents compared the confinement rules to conditions in prison, and they charged that the police were taking advantage of their mandate to keep the streets clear by harassing, even beating youths, no questions asked. I'm not going to say that this never happens, but they, they're ignoring the actual crimes that other outlets have reported on. What about the stolen vehicles? What about the gang shootings? Like, are you saying it's just over-policing that's to blame here? You're not going to talk? about the criminal element. They say, we've got a lot of young peoples in big families shut up in tiny apartments and it's difficult to close them up like that, said Bilal Chikri, a filmmaker who lives in the neighborhood. There's a lot of clashes with the police, lots of police missteps, lots of abuse of power. Uh, a coalition of rights groups, including Human Rights Watch, denounced unacceptable and illegal behavior by the police in the Paris suburbs, saying the health crisis doesn't mean a break with the rule of law and doesn't justify discriminatory checks or unjustified force. Guys, 
come on, these areas have been having issues with crime for a while now. There have been clashes with the police for a while now. These countries, they're actually doing this to themselves by not wanting to have a conversation of saying, hey, you know what, if we just open our borders, we don't vet who comes in, we might end up with some people who don't respect our laws and who, who aren't committed to living, living peacefully in harmony. And it's also too bad for the peaceful citizens in these communities, right? Because I'm sure most of the residents are just trying to live their day-to-day -day lives. They don't want anything to do with violent rioting. But because there are these other people, they're making their neighborhoods unsafe. They're not able to live uh, like regular people who don't have to worry about things like gang shootings and fireworks being shot at police. And it's it just, it's too bad for everyone involved in the situation. We'll see whether things improve or get worse. Uh, but before we get into our next story, which is Nicki Minaj and her, her sexuality, you guys are probably saying, why should we care? Trust me, this relates to other things beyond just Nicki Minaj and who she wants to sleep with. But I want to tell you about Home Title Lock. So when life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven, your most valued asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan, a loan you didn't even take out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI says it's one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. On paper, they will own your home, and they'll take loans out on it. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. So go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and use the code Lauren for 30 free days of protection to help you get through the crisis. Again, enter Lauren at HomeTitleLock.com. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com. There is so much craziness going on in the world right now. Things like home title theft, it's just the last thing you need right now, so protect yourself. All right, um, so Nicki Minaj, she's a rapper. It's not really important who she is. Just know that she is a pretty huge cultural icon right now, and she's come under some fire lately uh, for apparently one of her songs having the phrase, used to be by but now I'm hetero. As Pink News reports, Nicki Minaj just came out as heterosexual on new Doja Cat remix. Uh, am I the only one who just increasingly, as the years go by, knows fewer and fewer of the singers out there? I'm, just, I'm getting old. Used to be by now I'm just hetero, hetero is the controversial line. So it says Nicki Minaj said she used to be bisexual on Doja Cat's Say So remix and added to the ever-increasing bizarreness of 2020 by coming out as hetero, which is one of the most 2020 things there is that now coming out as hetero is actually a thing. In the fresh spin on the track, Minaj takes on a verse that sees her rap, tell Mike Jordan, send me my retros, used to be by, now I'm just hetero. Okay, questionable rhyming there. You got an extra syllable, but that's fine, that's fine. Nicki Minaj once claimed to be bisexual early on in her career. The line appears to be a nod to the early years of the super bass hitmaker's career when rumors swirled that Minaj was bisexual. Indeed, in a 2020, 2010 interview with the Rolling Stone, the star tampered speculation about her sexuality. It stated early in her career, Minaj claimed to be bisexual. She told the publication that when starting out as a rapper, she claimed to be bi to quote, get attention. I think girls are sexy, she's quoted as saying, but I'm not gonna lie and say that I date girls. So this is proving to be 
pretty controversial with her fans, and I think it's obvious why. The article says some stands voice that there is nothing wrong with her identifying as bisexual, and then later on in life realizing she is she more identifies with being straight. Her experiences, they stressed, are perfectly valid, even if her bars lack the nuance needed for conversation around sexual identities. As many explained, sexuality is fluid and not fixed. And okay, this is obviously true, and uh, I know people in my own life who identified as being bisexual when they were younger, kind of college years, but now if you ask them, they would say they're straight and they're in relationships uh, with the opposite, with members of the opposite sex. I think nowadays it is very common for people to go through those experimental phases where maybe they're curious and then later on realize eh, it's not for me. And I don't, I don't think it's fair to say, oh, they're all just doing it for attention or, oh, this is always a phase. You can't know what someone else is experiencing. Of course not. Uh, but her apparently saying, yeah, it was just for attention. I, I think that is something we're seeing in Hollywood. Uh, we've done episodes before looking at Miley Cyrus, who said that you don't have to be gay. And the reason why she was gay was because she didn't trust guys at the time. Or with people like Julian Hoff, who we've also talked about before, uh, coming out as queer, even though she's married or at least married to a guy and as, as far as we know, has never been in a relationship with a girl. I, I think it is fair to say that for some of these celebrities, uh, claiming some sort of LGBT identity is a marketing tool, right? It's a marketing strategy. And when when you have this entire culture that glorifies and idolizes anyone who's part of that umbrella, I don't think you can be so surprised when eventually people start using it just to get attention, which is seemingly what Nicki Minaj has done. Pink News, though, continues, her comments and the bars would then instead fuel and speak towards toxic barbed assumptions that bisexuality is a phase and bi folk must, quote, choose a side. And we have a post here from, I'm guessing, someone who maybe used to be a fan. Uh, Nicki Minaj played the entire bisexual card at the beginning of her career, amassed an army of gay and queer fans, and then said, LOL, I was just kidding, but queer baiting for profit ain't real. L-M-A-O. So if any of you aren't familiar with the term queer baiting, it's basically um, when media, whether that's shows, movies, or individual creators, they bait the LGBT community by either saying they're queer but not being queer or alluding to queerness but not actually following through on it. A lot of people have accused J.K. Rowling of queer baiting because she's done the whole, oh yeah, Dumbledore is totally gay thing, but then not giving given any evidence to back that up in the actual books or even movies. A lot of people say that is queer baiting. I think queer baiting is real, right? And it's you you admit that Nicki Minaj saying she's bi helped her amass a, an army of LGBT fans, obviously there's incentive to do this kind of thing. And I think the way that we get away from the possibility of things like queer baiting is by not glorifying people's sexualities, right? Why, why does it matter? I mean, at first off, I think if you're a celebrity, your, your sexuality shouldn't even really be a talking boy. Frankly, it's nobody's, it's nobody's business, right? Um, but just, just because someone is bi, that doesn't mean you should like them because they're bi. It'd be like I, me idolizing someone. Oh yeah, we're both straight. It's just, it's very strange. And there's this whole culture in the LGBT community of like propping up 
specifically LGBT creators. Um, and I, I think the, the mentality behind that is, oh, they're marginalized. We need to give them more support. But when you when you do that to the extreme, you end up with stuff like this. You don't want to be taken advantage of uh, be, because you're LGBT. Stop supporting people just for being LGBT, right? It shouldn't matter. This isn't how we get closer to equality. A lot of people are also defending Nicki Minaj, saying that maybe it wasn't for attention. This is just her evolution. I don't know. I don't really care who she is or is not attracted to. I just think this is interesting that it's even a conversation we need to have right now. And actually studies have shown that, um, I guess, the biggest proportion of the LGBT community, if you can call it that, are bisexual females. The, the proportion of especially college age or high school, high school aged females who identify as bisexual is really, really huge. And a part of me does wonder, is, is this just because this is the trendy thing? Is this to, in a strange way, show solidarity with the LGBT community? Is it a way to be hip and trendy right now? I don't know. And I would never like go up to someone and say, no, you're not this, you're actually just pretending. But I think on, on a broad level, yeah, this type of stuff is definitely happening. And I I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the other celebrities who are saying that they're queer uh, continue to exclusively be in heterosexual relationships. Jamila Jamil is an example of this. People were actually giving her heck not that long ago for claiming to be queer, but exclusively dating men. Again, I, I'm not saying that she's not or whatever. I just think it's worth talking about. Uh, as always, though, I would love to know what you all think about this. Uh, do you think France is headed for more civil unrest or are things going to calm down once lockdown is lifted? Let me know. And when it comes to Nicki Minaj, was she just claiming to be bisexual for attention? And is this a thing now that celebrities are going to keep doing as long as the media keeps writing all these favorable headlines about how, I don't know, progressive queer celebrities are? I would love to hear your thoughts, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.